Welcome to another exciting edition of The Thought Police. We apologise in advance, myself and Kevin O'Sullivan, who's here with me, uh, for the slightly kind of um, higgledy-piggledy, I'm going to say, uh, arrangements at the moment, but we're mega busy, and so we can only really record it when we can record it. Yeah. Um, and we're not really in the same room together very often unless we're already recording something else. So, <laughs> so, so anyway, here we are. Uh, it's uh, Thursday. Uh, by the time you get this, it'll probably be Friday. Uh, but welcome to The Thought Police. Um, as we look out the window, I can yeah. see a train, Kevin, yeah, sure. um, which is a good sign because it means that the train is actually running. It's not on strike. In fact, yeah. there's two trains. Two trains. Both going in the same direction. Very good. And there's, often train, you see that. there's a third train going in the opposite direction. So th- there's a lot going on today. Are you saying, Mike, that the train drivers aren't on strike? Apparently not. Bloody unless they're just driving, yeah. Unless they're just driving around, because there's a strike I think coming up this weekend. Of course there? there is. Because the Tory is. party conference, and so the two mix, yeah, yeah. Lynch and Whelan, uh, yeah. decided to kibosh the Tories' party conference yeah. by not allowing them to get anywhere near Liverpool. Yeah, fuck off, happened. mix. No one cares yeah. about your fucking strikes yeah. anymore. You've done too many. We're hardened to them. We're yeah. used to it. We're, You're we're, wasting your time. We're here to take these people on. Yeah. These Tories. Yeah, they're trying to kill off working people. That's what I'm against. Yeah. My name is Mick Lynch and I'm never going to stop going on strike until the Tories leave office. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, oh, yeah that's it. That's it. Yeah, out, brothers out. Uh, we must smash this evil Tory <laughs> government. Um, but uh, I've got a job for you. I've got, got a it. job offer. Okay. Uh, because the current guy who's doing it, he's leaving after six sensational years. Really? Uh, the salary, I don't know if mm. you'll be interested, it's uh, £676,000 <laughs> a year. Yeah, I'll take it. And that is, yeah. to, that is to run the shit show that they call yeah. HS2. Yeah. I mean, we saw this story this week, right? We talked about it. 640,000. What exactly does he do? 676. Sorry, 676,000. What exactly does he, he do? He fucks everything up. This guy. I mean, his name's Mark Thurston. Right. This is the uh, HS2. Lucky HS2. I mean, for, for that kind of money, I'd do any job, really. But HS2 doesn't exist, right? Uh-huh. There aren't any trains. Uh, there's no railway line to run the trains on, even if they had trains. Um, and now they don't think they're going to bother finishing it. So what can he possi- What can he do when he goes in his office every day? I mean, to be serious for a second, the catastrophe of this, the scandal of this, the disgrace of this is off the fucking scale. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was the big project estimated uh, to cost something like 60... Uh, I think whole it started thing. at 30 30 million, million, didn't it? And this was to have a train, a fast train to Birmingham. Yeah. And then another track up to Leeds and another yeah. one to Manchester, linking the whole yeah. country. HS2, nice taking us into the 23rd century yes. and all that shit. Right. Anyway, uh, they've cancelled the Leeds branch. <laughs> <laughs> now they've cancelled the Manchester branch. Yeah, sorry. And we got this fucking railway line that actually when they finished it, they estimate it will have cost. 180 billion quid. And that is a fucking railway line from this obscure bit of West London. Yeah, that no, common. Yeah, that no one knows where it is. I used to play football out there. It's right next oh, well, to you Wood. know where it yeah, is. Yeah, I do. It's right next to Wordwood Scrubs Prison. Because okay. um, there used to be a, our school football sort of playing fields. Were, yeah, big playing there. fields there. Big I know playing that. fields, yeah. There, yeah. And in fact, we used to play Latimer Upper. Yeah, uh, that's where they are. Were, right? uh, yeah. uh, who were this rather um, uh, good... Sort of state grammar school, yeah. but my god, they were vicious. We you, know went to to them. you know, went to Lassiter, you know, went to Lassiter, Hugh Grant. <laughs> 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 
Uh, anyway, well, he's about the same age as me. I wonder if I played football against him. Well, if so, I'll be broken his leg. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, what we're left with is this: uh, <laughs> what's it called, Old Oak Common? Old Oak Common. Which, by the way, folks, if you're not from London, yeah. is nowhere near central London. No. To a bit of Birmingham, south of Birmingham, yeah, so not, not central Birmingham. Birmingham. No. So, so we've got a hundred yard miles. It might as well be hundred yards. Yeah. Hundred miles of completely useless track that we never needed. Right. And actually, given that when when you get on the fucking thing at Old Oak Common, where <laughs> the fuck is Old Oak Common? Especially uh, halfway down. And then you throat. go to Birmingham, or the other way to the, a bit of uh, land south of Birmingham. Yeah. Because you have to use public transport both ends yeah. to get to the centre of the city, yes. uh, the journey on HS2 from London to Birmingham, or Birmingham to London, uh, will be slightly longer than it is now. Eight, 180 yeah. billion quid sure. for 100 miles of track that nobody ever fucking needed. Right. And oh, So now we found out that the guy in charge of this fucking What's epic... His name? Mark Thurston. Mark epic Thurston. shit show for the last six years. Amazing. He's walking, he's mm. leaving. Uh, but we also find out uh, the, the, we're paying for his taxpayers, by the way. Not only uh, is he earning £676,000 a year, there are 42 executives on HS2 earning one hundred and fifty grand or more. This is a fucking scandal. Talk about a gravy train. I mean, this is the yeah, ultimate fucking gravy train. And as I said to you the other morning, uh, it's literally the fucking train to nowhere. Because it doesn't go anywhere that anybody wants to go. I mean, you might as well set up a train in the middle of the highlands yeah. and go, yeah, I'll tell you what, we're going to start it over here with this fuck all. Yeah. And then we're going to take you over there, but there's also fuck yeah. all. Uh, everyone put any chance you want to go? Yeah. It'll also be more expensive to travel on it, won't it? Because it'll be a high-speed train. Yeah. And apparently, I know, only, I probably knew this, but I'd forgotten. One of the reasons it's cursed is because it was fucking Tony Blair idea he wanted to have yeah, yeah he wanted to have he wanted to have a world beating fucking um you know high speed train service like yeah. all the other countries in europe uh-huh. because the french managed to do it quite successfully the germans have a pretty good system of the ice trains yeah. right um and in most other countries where you travel by train and i haven't done it loads but i've, done, I've been on trains in italy trains in spain they're just much better. I know. Why I know. are they well, so fucking shit? Recently, I went from uh, London to Nice. Oh, yeah. For a holiday with my Did you go on the train? Right on the train. Oh, that was a nice journey. Absolutely lovely, lovely, beautiful fucking How long does that take? About three hours? Like no, more hours. than that. I mean, you, you, it's about, I take about, I think it's about six hours or right. something. But you glide, no, no, but no, you I glide mean, a nice, through. Yeah, a nice yeah. train journey is lovely. Right? Yeah, that's a good They're point. Really nice. That's a fucking good point. Why is it? That all other countries seem to be able to do nice yeah. railway lines right. and nice trains, and we fucking mm. can't. I remember once I was in, um, I was actually for my wedding anniversary in Pisa, um, and we wanted to go to Florence, yeah. and didn't really find, I can't remember if we had a car or not, but we took a train from Pisa into Florence. Fantastic, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Absolutely. You know, very clean, uh, very efficient, beautiful restaurant useful. cars. Yeah, yeah, it was actually just really lovely. Yeah, um, it was funnily enough. It was a delayed tenth uh, wedding anniversary trip because my then wife uh, called me the eve of our trip to to, to Pisa. <laughs> Uh, to inform me that her passport would run out. Oh, I'm like, you stupid fucking idiot. I said, what do you mean? My sister had flown over from America to look after the kids, right? And we were supposed to be going abroad. And I tried as tried as I might, when I was working at Express in those days, and I said and I said to somebody in the home office, I said, can you do anything about this? But she was American. And they said, if it was a British passport, we could literally Good. get you an immediate one, but we couldn't. Yeah. So we ended up going to fucking Padstone. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Stein uh, says. Rick Stein. Pat, Pat Stein. So, so in the end, uh, but so we went sort of four or five months later or something like that, which was lovely. But, you know, 
the train business in this country is shit. My son has now uh, got a, a place up in Manchester to university. He goes back, he came down to see his auntie and his, and his sister uh, last weekend. He gets 50, he paid 50 quid for a, for a single, well I paid 50 prices, quid, for yeah. a single back to Manchester, right? He got on the train, six o'clock Sunday night, it, there was no seat on it, it was rammed. Yeah, and he had to fucking me. And he had to fucking stand practically all the way to Manchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you go, how are you paying 50 quid for that shit service? Well, well I mean, yeah. I, I don't do it so much now, but I used to go to a lot of a Fulham away games. Yeah. The trains on a Saturday. I mean, getting on Manchester to come back to London, like you, as your son experienced, it's like a fucking sardine mm. can. Yeah. Absolutely. And they've fucking got a fucking disgrace. nerve to charge the amount of money they do yeah. for the service that they then provide. Yeah. It's absolutely awful. By the way, I, 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 when, when I was... Younger, when I was a young bloke, uh, me and a bunch of mates, we went to Pisa for a long weekend oh, yeah. on the piss. Right. Uh, did you do the, the usual picture of leaning against the tower? No, no, no. Uh, we didn't get round to going to the leaning tower. <laughs> <laughs> we kept drinking. The, but we should go That's see this brilliant. fucking tower then. That bollocks. Yeah. Let's have another. So we never saw it. Right. I did subsequently go back and see it. And it's, yeah. That's and that, like, like, that was in the days when you could go up it. Yeah. And that's pretty terrifying. I bet it is. Uh, I'll tell you what I did go up was yeah. the fucking Duomo, as they call it. I think yeah. the big cathedral in Florence. Yeah. And at the top, they've got fucking oxygen. Really? Apparently people pass out. Oh, it's yeah. that high. Amazingly, I didn't fucking pass out. Um, but I love that part. I love all parts oh, of Italy, yeah, really. Love it, love um, it. Yeah, my daughter had a similar experience. She went to, to the Vatican. Um, for something or other, and decided to go and have a look around the Sistine Chapel. And she, she said she came out, and you know, those guards are all yeah, very yeah. sort of expansively dressed, shall we say. Um, and she was like, Where's the Sistine Chapel? He went, You just walked through it. And she never looked up, so she never saw the fucking shit on the ceiling. You know, I've never actually been there. I went there two or three years ago and with Henrietta. And, What's it, uh, Rome? Yeah, we went to Rome for a long weekend and we went to the Sistine Chapel and there's a big queue outside, right. you know, all nationalities, lots of British yeah, yeah. people. So I came out really loudly going, well, that's fucking overrated. <laughs> <laughs> you would say that. <laughs> fucking absolutely brilliant. So, so what's going to happen to HS2 then? Because Sunak has said, or has hinted, that he's going to cancel it all. So what do they do then? Well, because all these fucking companies that they've contracted out to presumably work on it until fucking 2045 yeah. or something, they'll all just want paying off, won't they? Well, yeah. I mean, the, 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 the costs involved are just astronomical. Had they have continued with the Leeds and Manchester branches, mm. and this is why Sunak uh, finally thought, hang on, we can't do this. Right. The cost of that was estimated to be £200 billion. Right. Uh, and so he, he's shitting it now, can't carry on. And Labour, uh, they say the same. Well, we'll have to have a look at the cost. And well, aren't they saying they're going to carry it, keep it going? No, 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 no. They, they say we'll have to have a look at the cost. In other words, they're not going to. Uh, any sensible government, I don't suppose the Labour government will be sensible, no. but any sensible government cannot justify the amount of money this shit is costing. By the way, a bunch of Labour mayors, uh, actually this week... Oh, yeah, Andy met, Burnham was very they, upset. They, they all met... Uh, to discuss this mm. horror of the cutting off of the north. Guess where they met? Leeds. Leeds. How did they fucking get there? Well, I was going to say. No fucking trains. They can't get to Leeds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Andy Burner was really stamping his little foot, wasn't he? He was going, oh, they're making us our second class citizens. It was yeah. North. Yeah. yeah, well, you are saying <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking why. You know, most yeah. of the funny generator in this country comes from fucking here, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, and, you know, to be, to be fair to the north and what Andy Burnham says and all that, I said this the other day on air. 
uh, and I meant it. I said, look, I think I might have said it to you in, in our Mike and Kev. It's hard to remember. Very, very popular. Yeah, very popular. Uh, uh, that, that, that when I go up to the north, it's like going to a different country. It is different. A different, far yeah. less privileged country. And I, you know, and I said, that's all fucking wrong. And I right. get a fucking pile on from people saying, how dare you say that about mm. the North? I say it with sympathy. Yes. It is wrong that the North is so much less privileged than the South. Uh, we came up with this railway scheme and now they've ditched it. <laughs> so the moral of this story is, fuck the North. Well, I mean, he's right in one way when he said that if they'd been building in the opposite direction, um, they would never have said, well, we're not going to bother completing it to London, because that wouldn't have made any sense. But what somebody should have surely fucking said before now was, are you really sure we need this? Because we don't need it. Well, well, they should just make the railways better as opposed to building another one. Yeah, well, there's your infrastructure in the north. You, you, you can't get from the west to the east to the north. No. Trains are dreadful there. They should have fucking invested in that. Good idea that you just said. They should have started building it in the north, yeah. not around And then they would London. have at least had the connection to uh, Birmingham. And even if... Suppose they did complete all this... Uh, what, what it was going to do, so, so we've got the line now, we've spent 200 yeah. million quid and it's gone to Leeds and Manchester. As I recall, it's something like, it would have made, you would have got to Birmingham eight minutes faster. Right. You'd have got to Manchester about 20 minutes faster, same deal for Leeds. Yeah. So I still can't quite get it. I can't quite see why they thought spending all this money to get to Manchester, Leeds and Birmingham very, very slightly faster mm. yeah. was worth the expenditure. Well, this is the thing. And I mean, if you ask anybody now whether they actually want it, I'm sure the answer would be no. No, thank you. What's the fucking point? Well, well haven't we been saying that? I mean, the, the, this is what really... Fu- is everything we say turns out we're right. We're always fucking right. I mean, yeah. it's like a curse, actually, because I don't always want to be right, but I fucking am. Well, yeah, because we talk common sense. Yeah. And there's no common sense in the government. What pissed me off mm. was when they were sort of basically indicating that it's all off. No Leeds, no Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grant Shapps, the uh, Minister of the Secretary of State for Defence. Oh, Defense, now he's defence, isn't he? He was doing, yeah, he was doing the know. media rounds on a Sunday. And, it, and he said this thing. Uh, he goes, look... You know, it is a great shame, but no sensible government can proceed with anything without looking at the costs. And if the costs are prohibitive, we just cannot carry on with this project. Yeah. Right? So, which is what we've been saying since 2006. Yeah. This costs too much money. And every time you say it, the politicians say, oh, you don't understand. It's mm. about levelling up. Levelling up, yeah. Well, obviously not about levelling up. Yeah, levelling up. And also, by the time they finish fuck it, up. nobody will be going by fucking train anyway because yeah. Mick Lynch and fucking Mick Wheeler would have killed the business off <laughs> because that's fucking all they do, these yeah. union barons, yeah. don't they? I mean, look at what happened to the mines, look at what happened to shipbuilding, British steel, yeah. car making in this country. All destroyed. Everything destroyed, destroyed, by, destroyed unions. by the unions. Yeah. So nobody now makes anything anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All fighting for workers' Absolute rights. Absolute idiots. Well, they fight for workers' rights so much that uh, all the workers become ex-workers because yeah. they fucking fuck they their They kill industry. the industry. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Genius. Exactly. Um, now, um, we've got to say that this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, and we've got, once again, another great Manscaped offer for you. Uh, and we're calling it Fresh Ball Fall, uh, because that's, I know it's a bit of an American Fresh thing, Ball Fall. But in America, autumn. in autumn, we call it fall, right? Uh, so you need to be in the festive spirit. They say, light a candle, get some pumpkin spice and make sure your balls look nice uh, with the sponsors Manscaped. Nature may clear the leaves of their trees but you'll need Manscaped's help to get you ready for that sweater weather. Uh, So get your pants 
puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim as refreshing as a fall breeze by going to manscaped.com using the code police and you'll get 20% off plus free shipping. Now, I'm going to tell you what we can give you for that. Um, but before what? that, um, I'm just going to tell you a story about a mate of mine who um, did something rather stupid. He got some of these trimmers, right? Um, I'm not sure exactly which ones he got. Um, but he decided to have a trim uh, after he'd had a few drinks. <laughs> and I'm afraid... Don't go down no, there, piss. No, don't go down there. It's not like don't go there. It's like don't go don't down there. Don't go down there when you're drunk. Because if you've had a drink or two, you, sometimes your judgment <laughs> what is happened? slightly impaired. <laughs> well, he, he cut himself. <laughs> Sorry, it's not a sensitive place. Yeah, but I think um, you've got to be careful down there. You have, you have men. to be careful. <laughs> but here's what you're going to get. Um, you've heard, of course, of all sorts of Manscaped products before. Uh, they now service something like 9 million men worldwide. You're going to get the kit that covers it all. It's called the Performance Package 4.0. Uh, uh, it starts with a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, uh, which has got advanced skin-safe technology, which actually reduces nicks and cuts, so you can actually yeah, do good, it yeah. as long as you do it sober. Plus, the lawnmower is a technical masterpiece. It's got a 7,000 RPM motor, a multifunction on-off switch, and a built-in 4,000K LED spotlight, so you can see. Uh, obviously what you're doing which Excellent. is also quite that's handy. a good idea uh, and once you've cleared the driveway performance package comes in hot with products to cool you down the crop preserver ball deodorant and the crop reviver ball spray toner uh, which is uh, very useful as well uh, there's a soothing aloe vera formula to it um, so fresh balls and a smell of the season uh, so you get two free gifts as well manscaped boxes and the shed travel bag i think we've both got okay. one of those uh, yeah they're um, great and that's one to hold your manscaped goodies and the other one uh, to hold your man goodies so bring in the full right get 20 percent off free shipping with the code police at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping uh, and use the code police as the leaves fall make sure you have it all with manscaped that's nice can't say fairer than that well, we say this every week but the we wouldn't sponsor a product unless we uh, believed in it. And unless they, we these are them. nice. These are nice, nice products. They really are. No, they're they're very luxurious. What do they call them, by the way? Pants puppies. Pants puppies. Yeah. <laughs> All right then. Do you know? I'm going to ask you about this because <coughs> this was a story that happened today. Michael Gambon, Sir Michael oh, he's Gambon, just died, hasn't just he? died at the age of 82. Did you ever have any? Yeah, I did. I did. I, I, I thought you might. Have done. I uh, I think what he was in. I can't remember what the series was. It was in quite a big series on the telly. Yeah. And so there was a sort of reception at the BBC when I was a showbiz hack. So we went to it, and then uh, me and a couple of the other showbiz hacks, uh, we ended up at, uh, I think it's a pub called The George, just around the corner. Yeah. Uh, from the BBC. It's where a lot of the BBC staff drink. So we ended up with Michael Gambon there, and basically got pissed with him. Great right. guy. Uh, but you know, like, he had that very, very actory voice. Yes, he had a but great he's a, voice. But he's a fucking Londoner. But he's what, a bit of a cockney. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. The more he had to drink, the more he became like Alf Garner. Yeah. He became a cockney. Because I was going to say, what was the film he was in where he played a gangster? He was oh, a really good yeah, gangster. Yeah. Was, well, it long, was it Long Good Friday, was it? I think I'm just remember. having a look. Well, that was Bob Hoskins. That was Bob. No, Bob Hoskins. Yeah, but I think, but I think he, you might be right. But he fact. played a gangster in something. I'm pretty sure because he was really good. And he was really cockney as Great well. Actor. Yeah. Great actor. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, really, real sad. The cook, the thief, his wife, and his lover, and her lover. He was in the King's Speech. Obviously, yeah. he was in. Fantastic, Mr. Fox, Harry Potter. Of, of course. course, he was very famous for that. Yeah. The singing detective. Yeah. That, um, that. I think that's when I went on the piss with him. It right. was. Uh, because Dennis Potter, the writer, was there as well. Right. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, we got arsehole with him. But, but if he comes very, why? Oh, Say to him, want to have a drink then? 
Well, that's the thing. And he becomes that man that he actually always was. And he was, he's one of those great quintessential British actors. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, a real shame. Sad loss. I believe I'm right in saying that the last couple of years he's suffered from dementia. Right. And he gave an interview not that long ago saying that he can't really do any more acting because he just can't remember the lines. Yeah. Uh, but a great actor, sad loss. Yeah. Should we talk about Suella Braverman? Yeah, now? let's. She uh, went to America, uh, uh, made a little speech and really upset the lefties. Yeah. I mean, she really <laughs> has a knack for that. Shame she? that. She yeah. doesn't give a shit though, does she? Because she must know what they're going to say. They're going to do pictures of her dressed up as a Nazi. They're going to make out that she's worse than the German uh, Second World War, you know, panzer divisions. I mean, I, she has to take a lot of shit. These she? fucking people, right? So Suella Braverman, what she did, she made this... Uh, 35-minute speech. It was excellent. It, like, uh, dissected and yes. analysed exactly what's wrong with the global migrant mm. crisis. It's not just about Britain. In America, they've got 2,000 a day coming over yeah. the border. I mean, it's horrendous. Yeah, uh, but all over the world, you've got this vast movement of people. So she starts citing, saying, well, we're being governed by the 1951 Convention on Refugees, right. which has completely passed its sell by date. Also, the European Convention on Human Rights. That stops us... Uh, instigating the Rwanda scheme and so on and so forth uh, and so also that the criteria for being allowed to get asylum in Britain are ridiculous she said basically as long as you say you're gay mm. or you're a woman in a country where there aren't many women's rights yeah. or you don't like your neighbours much you're in yeah uh, and well it's very obvious that the reason why when all these lefties always go oh but don't you know that 87% of those applying for asylum always get awarded asylum yeah because they've gained the fucking system yeah, and also because, because it's a piece of piss to do it because that's a, because that's a mistake that's why we, we need to make the qualifications for uh, asylum much much tougher yeah uh, exactly. right now it's ridiculous how many fucking people what is it like France uh, applications for, uh, for asylum in France and Germany uh, in terms of how many are accepted yeah. it's about 5% yeah they reject here, loads isn't it here 76% yeah it is because, yeah, because all that happens is they stay long enough and it takes so bloody long that by the time they've actually decided what to do about it yeah, you they've well gone well, you might as well around. fucking stay around you might as well you've stick been, around you've been, you've been here since you're six you're now 28 those yeah. guys that were found in Pimlico outside the hotel on the street they oh. on strike because they didn't like the Wi-Fi yeah. they didn't like the smelly ah. the smelly yeah. toilets right? yeah. they, fuck you and they, and they, they'd been in Essex for two fucking years no, no, before no, they no. got moved in so this is year three yeah, they liked their hotel in yeah. Essex but they didn't like that was good Fucking joke. But anyway, so so, so Suella Brahman, she basically told the truth. Mm. She analysed and dissected a serious global problem. And over here, of course, the Guardian readers, they all pile in on a Nazi The Daily Mirror wasn't fashion. very happy with That's it. my point. That's my point. The Daily Mirror, it's, it, its lack of understanding about its own readership mm. is fucking ridiculous. Just, do they really think that's what mirror readers are thinking when she says there are too many migrants coming in? Oh, you fascist United. Yeah. Poisonous. Poisonous. The fucking mirror, said. have they heard of the Red Wall? No. Uh, that's no. What, because now what the mirror is, right, is the, is the people's paper of fucking Islington because yeah. it's basically uh, towing the Keir Starmer line, whatever yeah. the fuck that is. Nobody yeah. knows what it is, but it's certainly not supportive of working people it's, who live in the north of England. It's the Guardian with big headlines and pictures. Yeah, basically. it's gone... Very, very fucking it's useless. Bad, it? It's useless. It's gone way off. But to, yeah, I mean, Sola Brahman, she's still taking flack for it. And what, what, you know, what I hope about my reservation about her speech was it was excellent. Yeah. Except 
in the end, what difference did it make? So she indicated she's pissed off, mm. quite rightly, with the 1951 Refugee Convention. Yeah. She indicated she's pissed off with the European Convention on Human mm. Rights. Uh, but will we actually leave any of those organisations? I fucking doubt. Probably it. not. Although I was reading today that Lord Sumption actually thinks that uh, he was under the impression that they could change things inside the ECHR, but he's now uh, not convinced anymore of that, and he thinks we should just leave. She was talking about possibly changing the way that it's all structured. But nobody's going to do that, are they? That was the, that was the other, yeah, no, they're not. And the other element of her speech, which uh, 99% of I thought was excellent, uh, but the uh, one element I really didn't like when she said, we're going to get together with the international community and talk to our partners and work this thing out together. Well, that hasn't yeah. fucking worked yeah, and it that. won't fucking work. It's like those fucking morons you know, usually from the Labour Party, so, well, we, if we get into power, we'll sit down with the French and we'll thrash out a deal. <laughs> oh, yeah, that works, doesn't yeah, it? Really. Yeah, the French, yeah, they're really our partners. Yeah, they love it. They'll just end up going into a meeting with the yeah. French get their pants pulled down again yeah, yeah. and fucked in the arse. Yeah. They haven't given another 400 million yeah, fucking... It, 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 it's it's half a billion quid yeah. to do fuck to all. To do nothing. To do fuck yeah. all. I mean, but uh, King Charles... He goes to Paris uh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. makes a speech saying the French and the British have always been the best of friends. Where's he been fucking living? I know. <laughs> well, he's obviously not been fucking reading no, the papers. No, 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 Charlie. We fucking hate each other. Yeah. Got I mean, it? I mean, does he not remember Agincourt yeah. and all the other fucking wars that we had with Napoleon and all the rest mm. of it? Um, I've got a BBC story for you. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know whether you've seen this today. because well, it's, it's a limit of Hot off the presses, yeah. Apparently, um, the BBC have now decided to publish specific guidance as part of their social media review for high-profile presenters hosting flagship programmes. Uh, and apparently, Gary Lineker very much approves of it. They basically said that... Yeah, uh, shit. Um, yeah, he said, they say he can, he can do whatever he likes, basically, as long as he doesn't criticise a political party. Um, you are free to express opinions about the issues that matter to you. This includes issues that may be the subject of public and political debate. But I'll tell you, they've missed a trick here, right? Because here's who they've named. They've named Evan Davis, Alex Jones from The One Show... John Tyrode and Greg Wallace from MasterChef, Mark Chapman and Gary Lineker. Um, it also included Tess Daly, Claudia Winkleman, and Lord Alan Sugar yeah. uh, have been warned by the BBC. But what about fucking Carol Vorderman? Carol Vorderman, who spends her entire life on Twitter slagging off not only the Tory party, but individual MPs, which they say yeah. you're not supposed to do. Um, how does she get away with it? She's well, got a job on BBC Wales. Uh, yeah, God, I suppose it's not I mean, flagship, the, is it? This initiative today by the BBC... Uh, in case anyone is any d- in any doubt, this is the end of unbiased impartiality yes. at the state broadcast. It's the end of it. Uh, the only pe- so so these fuckers, right, who, who present BBC shows, they can come off those shows uh, and announce what uh, party they support, right. what Labour, you know, Labour, Tories, whatever. The BBC, of course, mostly Labour. Yeah. Uh, well, think about, think about that. Really. Now, to be fair, the news people, journalists can't do it. But everyone else can basically come off Strictly Come Dancing and say, vote Labour. That's fucking outrageous. That can't be right. Well, how about this? These are the actual rules, right? Number one, don't endorse or attack a political party, including parties in government or opposition. Carol Vorderman does that. Uh, two, don't criticise the character of individual politicians in the UK. She does that. Three, don't comment on any issue that is a matter of political debate during the election period for UK general elections and for referendums. Well, she probably will do that. And don't take up an official role in campaigning groups or become involved in fundraising for campaigning. She does that. So, I mean, I get that she's not a flagship presenter, mm. 
But she is. She does do a show at the BBC. I find it extraordinary. I mean, I like old Carol. I've known her for years, but she, I used to like her. But as she's well. an half blow with a win. She's gone a bit bonkers. Well, don't she? forget, she was very anti-Labour when. Yeah, Carol she was. was so, uh, depending on what the uh, political climate is, that seems to be the direction in which Carol Vorderman travels. I think she's rather pragmatic and opportunistic when mm. it comes to politics. Yes. Uh, and she's a very irritable. She's, well, she's, she's joined up with all these people like fucking Alistair Campbell and Lineker uh-huh. um, and all these sort of podcasts that go out and about, um, which are basically broadly left wing fucking intellectual types all trying to tell us that the Tories are finished and they're an absolute bunch of collective fucking charlatans and criminals. Mm. But it's really quite vitriolic the way she's attacking them. Oh, yeah. And did she not? She had to apologise, didn't she? And take some tweets down about um, what's his face. Was it Greg Hans? It was one of those uh, politicians. So, well, he was one of the cabinet, cabinet ministers. Um, and so, yeah, I find it all a bit distasteful, really. But, you yeah, know. well, as I say... Uh, I don't know how people get that worked up about politics. Yeah, and also, this, this is, in terms of the BBC, this is the craven caving in yeah. to the god Gary Lineker. Yes. You know, so that Gary can now uh, continue to assail us with his juvenile asinine opinions yes. about the well, his comment, crisis. His comment, Stick to scoring yeah. goals, you cunt. <laughs> his, uh, his, uh, <laughs> his description of the new BBC guidelines. There's no other word, really. The description of, of the new BBC guidelines from him is all very sensible. Yeah, because yeah. he likes which, to means, it, himself, which means it's a disaster. Which means he likes to paint himself as just Mr. Sensible. I'm just sensible. I'm not, you know, I'm not apparently giving interviews to the Times this past week. Um, uh, in which he confessed to being mystified as to why he might be um, a sex symbol. He didn't think he was. Yeah, he well, you're really not. very sure. You're not. And then he came up with some weird stuff about not having very high testosterone or something like that. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Shall we finish with something a bit mysterious? Yes, I know let's, that, do that. Uh, let's do that. You love my stories about the Loch Ness Monster. I do. Still haven't been disproved. But apparently the sun, uh, the, in the one in the sky, that is, has been blue, according to this uh, thing I've got here. Yeah, the sun has turned blue why, why over is that? Britain. Climate. Um, well, I mean, they'll probably tell you it's climate because we're in the midst of well, the Storm Agnes, aren't we? We're in yeah. the midst of Storm Agnes, right? Now, apparently, the bizarre phenomenon uh, only happens every now and again. Uh, we have a strong westerly wind, uh, westerly influence to our weather at the moment, and can bring air all the way from North America to Europe. Now, this is what they're saying. I think it's bollocks. They reckon that the air currently contains smoke from the Canadian wildfire. Ah! What a load of bollocks. bollocks. A combination bollocks. of smoke and high cloud in the atmosphere can scatter sunlight, creating unusual colour shifts. Yeah. Well, it's all about the climate. Well, I've heard of crap. Like, oh, shit. I mean, the sun looks blue sometimes, probably just because it does. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I wouldn't mind talking about the climate change, the emergency yeah. and all that, so the alleged emergency, which actually doesn't exist. Yeah. As you and I, uh, we, found, really we, we found a story the other day, didn't we, yeah. uh, where it turns out that the apocalypse, the end of humanity... Uh, because of climate it's quite change, a long way away. Uh, 250 million years. <laughs> so I don't think I'll lose that much sleep about it. But just to, to finish, I think I'm so fucking sick of Sadiq Khan. Oh. You know, uh, and I'm thinking, of course, about this poor little kid, this 15 year old girl who got story. stabbed to death yeah. by a 17 year old boy in fucking Croydon on, on her way to school in her yeah. school uniform. And so the next time Sadiq Khan, who's in charge 
of safety on the streets yes. of London, who's in charge of the police. Uh, the next time he starts, he's going to get clean air for Londoners. I'm going to cite that poor little 15-year-old mm. girl who isn't going to be mm. able to breathe any clean air because she's fucking dead because right. of your fucking policies, you mm. useless little shit. Yes, I'm afraid so. Um, he really needs to do something. He's got to do something about it. It's outrageous. It really is. It's dreadful. Um, listen, um, we will be back to normal pretty soon once we've got schedules that we can all work around. But for the moment, uh, have a good weekend. Don't do anything fucking stupid. And um, fuck you all. And we will be back with you very soon. Fuck you very much. We are the Thought Police. And we'll see you later. Ta-da. Bye.